0: Pirates we are born, pirates we still be, we
1: live on our ship, out on the sea, we rain and clunder every water gets in a way, that's what happens in, in every Pirates day. Hey, welcome back Buff Bros, we are back again to start a new fresh season, it is Anchors Away. Uh, and the Bucks are set in sale for 2023. I am Buck Bro Ryan, and I am joined as always on the podcast by my fellow Buck Bros, Zach, Bryce, and John. Guys, welcome back to 2023, and we've got a lot to unpack, an entire preseason, a lot of things to go over, so let's jump right into it. The Bucks were, what, two and one the preseason, played the Jets, we played the Ravens, and then we played the Steelers. Saw a little bit of Baker, saw a lot of Kyle Trask, but overall, decent preseason to look forward to. Guys, I want to get your input. Can't go over everything, but just name me one standout player that you guys like this preseason. Um, somebody who caught your eye immediately in both games and training camp. Uh, let's start with Bro Bryce. Who'd you see? Hey,
2: you broadcasters. I'm glad to be back on the podcast. It's been a while since we've talked to y'all. Um, you know, I'm excited for this season and if the preseason was any indicator, I think we're in for maybe a more of a special season than we, we think, or the national media will give us credit for. Right. Um, you know, I, I, I there wasn't a whole lot to like about that Steelers game, but there was one guy who stood out and I think he stood out to me for the whole season. And then finally, we got some of those wins against the Jets and the Ravens, but the guy that I think is going to have us, you know, even a special career. I'll even go out and say that, is Trey Palmer, number 10, um, with the unfortunate injury to Russell Gage. I think this guy really has a chance to be our third wide receiver, and he made some plays that just stood out as special to me. I know you and Ryan – or Ryan, you and I were at the Ravens game, and that one catch where it looked like it was actually intended for Geiger, but he – jumped over the defender right over the guy caught that ball man that was something special and he really kind of showed out he you know even in the punt returns right he, he showed he has ability to break one there he's got the speed um six round pick and I think you know I think Zach you brought this up after the draft review but this might be a steal another gym in the late rounds for the bucks he really looks like a guy that, that can have that special kind of ability to be a big time wide receiver in this league. And I look forward to seeing what he does this season. I, I I'm excited to see what he can put up for the, his rookie year.
1: Yeah, I'm with you. And and speaking of kind of late round wide receiver picks, that's actually one of my picks for um the preseason standouts that I saw. Somebody lighting up kind of the stat sheet and making some tough contested catches. Rakeem Jarrett out of the University of Maryland, number 18 really stood out to me, really had presence with the ball. Um, And like I said, he made some tough catches that, you know, if called upon to be in the fourth and the fifth slot, if somebody else were to go down, um, God forbid this season, I I feel a certain sense of security knowing Raheem Jarrett is that option really stood out to me this preseason. What do you guys think? What do you think, Zach? Who was your guy?
0: Yeah, I think those are both two really good picks. Uh, Go to the other side of the ball. Uh, to a group that needs a lot of depth. Uh, Obviously, we've seen that secondary can get really thin after that first set of guys, those four starters. I I thought Zion McCollum had a really good preseason and good camp. Second-year player looks like he's kind of starting to mature and can be a little more reliable. And just throughout the course of the long season, we know we're going to get knocks. We know we're going to go into personnel where we'll need to bring in extra players anyhow into the secondary. So... I think his development is important for the team, and I I saw some good strides this preseason and uh, in camp.
1: Yeah, that one pick he had in that one game was crazy where he kind of tipped it to himself on the sideline. Definitely athletic guy. John, who was your standout player of the preseason?
3: Standout player for me uh, was the first person to make me seem excited other than Palmer, who I think is obviously going to be a huge impact player going forward. For me, it was Cade Otten, second-year man coming in. I think he's going to get a lot more use in this new offense with Baker Mayfield. I think he's started to kind of carve out his role as that number one tight end. But what, what surprised me and what impressed me was watching him carry the ball. Big guy running the ball, 12-yard run, runs people over, makes it look good. That gave me flashbacks of the old Mike Allstop, when we would power run heavy on teams, which gives a finesse runner like a Rashad White uh, a little bit more to play with. If you know that you have that, that risk coming out of the backfield of a big tight end, and that's something that just looked different to me. That was something we couldn't do with an aging Gronkowski. That was something we never got out of our former tight ends. That's something that I really think he might be explosive and add a new element to our offense. Um, as we try to reinvent ourselves this season. And that's why I think Kate Otten for me was a standout player.
1: Oh, for sure. The tight end group definitely got younger this year, um, with certain staples. Gronkowski obviously gone last year and Brady and others gone this year. So Otten did look good. The whole
2: team got younger just by well, dropping Brady.
1: Like by, That's fair. That's fair. By
2: like at least five years on average.
1: That is fair. The whole team collectively. Brady brought the age down, but speaking of Brady and speaking of the preseason, I know we touched on some of the key players we think could add contributions to the team, but let's talk about the big thing this preseason, which was the quarterback controversy, Baker versus Trask. Now we thought Baker coming into it was the solid number one, and here comes Trask coming in. Trying to make a little competition there, and we got to see a little bit more of him this preseason than we have um, in preseasons of past. So, Bryce and John, I know you guys have different takes on this. What's the case for Baker versus Trask? What would you guys see this preseason? What's the case? John, what's the case for Baker Mayfield?
3: The case for Baker Mayfield is simple. He's a winner. And everything that Trask has ever done, Baker has done better. Baker was a walk on. He took over a team. He won a Heisman. Obviously Trask was a Heisman runner up. He was a finalist. You know what I mean? Baker went to another team, a historically bad team in the Browns and led them to one of their first playoff wins in years. You know, he got sent to a team in Carolina where I think he was misused. They fired their head coach. That was a no win scenario for any quarterback. And then he goes into Los Angeles And in four games, lights it up, takes a team that had pretty much lost its identity after winning a Super Bowl and made them look like a team to watch. There were nights that I would actually just put on the Rams game just to watch Baker light it up. And he looked good. He looked good, you know, out of the pocket. He looked good rolling out. He looks good. And not to take anything away from Kyle Trask, Kyle Trask is a good quarterback. He looked sharp in this preseason. He's got a great deep ball, which is something I I think looks good. Uh, for him specifically, but if he was the man, we would have known it by now. He didn't even have the ability to take over the backup spot when Tom Brady was here. We had to have another guy behind him, and you can make all the arguments for that for whatever reason that was, but Kyle Trask couldn't break into the number two spot for two seasons, and we went out and got another player to give him competition in camp. As far as everyone's concerned, they gave him a full opportunity to win it, and he didn't win it. Kyle Trask didn't win the starting job. And now, and Dave Canales is a guy who's coming in to be our new offensive coordinator who has taken a retread quarterback and made them look good. He did that in Seattle with Geno Smith, who looks phenomenal. And is now going to probably lead his team to win in their division. And I expect him to do the same with Baker Mayfield. And, and the final thing I'll say is Baker Mayfield adds an edge to our offense that has not existed in the past. Tom Brady brought it with him, and it was the first time we had it in years. Baker Mayfield wants to win. He wants the guys around him to win. He wants them to have fun winning. He's a competitor, and I don't see that out of a guy like Kyle Trask.
2: Yeah, and I hear you, John. I think, you know, watching this preseason, I didn't think Baker did anything to lose that, you know, hold over the starter position, and and I'll even go out and say that I think he deserves to start, but what I don't think it, or what I do think about Baker is we know who Baker is. Baker is a risk taker. Baker is somebody that is a known commodity in this league and I can't think I don't think we can say the same thing about Kyle Trask. Look, yes, he was drafted in the second round of the 2021 uh NFL draft and you know, we had Tom Brady on the team and he wasn't even getting practice time with any of the starters or any of the second stringers. He was basically relegated to holding the clipboard for two years and kind of learning behind Brady. And so I don't think he's been given a full opportunity to really show what he's capable of. And then finally, you know, in this season, it, it, what we saw on training camp, what we saw on preseason, he's finally kind of understanding the speed of the game, the NFL level. He's finally understanding kind of the, you know, what it takes to be a pro and what, you know, he, they even admitted it, Uh, Jason Light and Todd Bowles, that he is light years ahead of where he was basically even at OTAs, right? And I think we saw it at during preseason is this is a guy and this is, you know, obviously as a a Gator myself, I have a bias and, and want and desire to see this guy succeed and be our leader going forward. But that's what I saw. I saw a guy who's able to kind of take control of the of the offense and be the field general that we need. Is he going to make the dynamic play? Is he going to be able to roll out of the pocket if the pocket breaks down? No, he is a statue, right? I think that is something that Baker offers that Trask can't. What I think he does offer is just his cerebral understanding of the game, I think, is much better than people give him credit for. I I really do think, and just watching him, is he is more than capable of being an NFL starter. And you know, what was the reason of taking him in the second round if you're not going to give him a chance to start and I see mean, what he's got? We, we I took other
3: players that, in the second round that were garbage. I, I have a kicker I could throw you that we took in the second round, and he didn't turn out to be he my got opponent. an
2: opportunity to show what he was made of, and he did nothing. He he absolutely lost that job, but they gave him every opportunity possible to make that second I round. I don't want to
3: take anything away from Kyle Trask, but he didn't win this position. I
2: don't think you, you know, I don't think he lost the position either. I don't think, I right, think they brought right. Baker Mayfield in knowing damn well that he was going to start week one because Todd Bowles wanted that veteran experience behind center. And I agree 100%. He did nothing to lose the job. So he had a great preseason. Um, I think it's definitely, you know, he's definitely capable of running this offense the way Dave Canales wants it. But what I also think is he's not a long-term solution. We can argue if Kyle Trask is a long-term Kyle solution. Tra- Kyle, no, but they I, drafted I him he'll... to be a long-term solution. And how do you know what you, you – know, you don't know what you have unless you give him an opportunity to actually play multiple games in you know the regular season. So in my case, it's, it's more about I have trust that Kyle Trask can understand – and read defensive coverages better than I think Baker Mayfield can. And I think, given the opportunity, if we have, you know, and this is the big if, right? I agree that if we have a shaky offensive line, he is not capable of making plays when, you know, out of a bad situation. But he is capable of leading the field, leading the team down the field, making the throws, making the right reads. I think we saw it during preseason. It's been Noted during training camp as well. I mean, if you look at training camp, Baker Mayfield threw about 10 or 11 interceptions. Kyle maybe had five or six. So that tells me that Baker's going to... But gonna, Baker, ha- Baker's but Baker had a none I the, I guarantee He's going to have games where he throws three or four interceptions. And and I'm seeing Jameis Winston all over again. And I had five years of that. And I don't want to experience that again. So I So in my so mind, what? I think it's a better... Even if this is a you know, and I know Todd Bowles' job is pretty much on the line this season, so he's gonna go with that. But if if it were me, if things don't get off to a rocky start, I think you put the kid in. And let me tell you why you're wrong. And, and let, me, <laughs> let me let me just lean in a little bit and explain and explain
3: something to you. We had a field general last season. We had a guy who was a statue in the pocket who was a you great, the greatest of all
2: time. The goat. Right. That's what right. we had, is it, are you about right. to tell and, me that Tom, and he Tom was, Brady's and, the reason we lost and, last
3: year? And he was me. Tom Brady was the reason we lost several games last year. And uh-huh. He was very mediocre. <laughs> you can, you can, you can bite your thumb at me all you want, but Tom Brady very recently looked very bad. And that's the reason he's not playing this season is because he knows he lost it. And I don't want to take anything away from him because he is a goat. But there are games last year that we lost because of his inability to adapt to the game. And if you look around at these young kids who are winning games now, you look at Josh Allen, you look at Patrick Mahomes, you look at Joe Burrow, you look at Jalen Hurts, you look at Lamar Jackson, these kids are mobile. They're on the ground. They can roll out and they can pass out of the pocket and they can use their weapons. And as much as you like to have this idea of this stoic field general dropping back and throwing passes like he's Peyton Manning, That's just not the identity of today's NFL. And Baker Mayfield leads himself to be that way. And I know Zach wants Caleb Williams later. That's another kid who's going to use his legs if we end up taking him. What we need is someone who's going to play in today's NFL. And we need someone who can get Mike open because if you're just going to stand in the pocket and Mike Evans is going to be double teamed and you can't make a play on your legs or make something happen, you're going to get killed. And this team is not going to be an A-tier you know amazing team this season somebody's gonna have to go out there and eke out wins somebody's gonna have to grind for first downs and if Kyle Trask doesn't have that ability he doesn't have that ability go somewhere where they want to play that type of football but it ain't gonna be here but because you are a great football player but it ain't gonna be here if you're gonna be in Tampa Bay you gotta you gotta be a warrior and Kyle Trask is not a warrior Baker Mayfield's goddamn warrior
2: how do you know he hasn't played yet We have seen Baker play in this modern NFL, and guess what? He's a 500 quarterback with one playoff win to his record. Yes, he had that good season with the Browns, but the rest of the time he was below average. Then he goes to Carolina, and he sucks. Then he goes to the Rams, has that one drive against the Raiders, and apparently he's the savior of that franchise after that game and then proceeds to be pedestrian once again. So what makes you think he's going to change His stripes, now that he's in Tampa Bay, I see maybe, I'll tell you what, I hope to God you are right, John, and that he revives his career here in Tampa Bay, and we go on to the win the division, and we go on to the playoffs. I'm just saying, he's a known commodity, Trask is not.
1: I love the arguments of both of you, because it's both out with the old and in with the new. Bryce out with the old quarterback and with the new one. John, out with the old style of thinking. Go with the more mobile quarterback and the new way of thinking. That's great. Uh, I want to hear a little bit from the jury. Zach, you've been listening. You've been sitting in. How do you feel about the Baker Kyle trash situation? And did anybody sway you there that John or Bryce get you on on their side of the fence?
0: Well, um, as John mentioned, it all may be moot to me because I really do think Kayla Williams is the future for the Tampa Buccaneers, but I tend to side more. If, if we're going to be a short sighted franchise that just wants to win now and not set up for a future, I think that Baker is the better choice. I think he's much more of a blue-chip prospect than Kyle Trask is. I think he – Bryce might be selling him a little short because that – there was a bad shoulder injury in Cleveland. They never let him get reestablished. Cut him. Goes to a bad Panthers team. Goes to a bad Rams team. I do think he's had kind of, you know, the short straw. Um, they're they're both are probably turnover machines. So I don't know if there's a real advantage there. But I think the biggest advantage to Baker is we have a rookie offensive coordinator who is probably going to really enjoy having a veteran quarterback that can kind of be like a pacifier to help soothe his growing pains as an OC, someone that can kind of fake it till he makes it in a way Trask, I don't, I don't think could, I don't think Trask is going to be able to save bad play calling as often as Baker could. Not that either will do it a lot, but ultimately I think Baker is the right call for now. Um, they're really not the best to pick from, candidly. But of the two, I I tend to side uh, with with Baker. And that that pick Trask threw in the Pittsburgh game. I know it's like the first game. That pick was one of the worst picks I've. That safety was in front of the receiver. I don't know how. That's like that's not like an ability to throw the ball. It's an ability to like use your eyes. It he's in front of you. It was a wild interception to watch. But I'll, I'll side with John. Not for lack of trying by Bryce, of course.
1: That was a bad interception. I am torn myself. My heart is with Trask. I think he he did what he could in the preseason to earn as much as he could. But personally, and I don't think it was, I think both, <laughs> I thought John fumbled it a little bit when he said Tom Brady was losing us games. Fair. <laughs> like, but he picked it up. He ran for a couple of yards and then he started talking about how uh, Trask isn't a warrior. I was like, okay, John, you got me something. I don't know. I I think Trask is a warrior, but you got me riled up a little bit at least. Um,
0: If I can add also, I think we didn't hear a single thing from this coaching staff about how good Trask was until this quarterback competition started. He's been in the building for a long time. And well, his whole career. I feel like okay. we, 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 Tom well, Brady's in the
2: building as well. Like that's just, I don't, I don't like that point. Cause it's like, what are you uh, gonna say Oh, he's the future with Tom Brady being here. I wasn't I, your point that he was the future. Cause we took him in the second round. I would <laughs> hope so. Why? why I, I'm not saying he is, but I'm saying like, that's a high draft
0: pick. There were other people available and I, th- I think the point they saw something is that they liked when he flirted with retirement last year, there was no one saying, we're good. We have Kyle Trask and we really believe in it. It was goddamn he someone called Tom.
2: Well, of course no one's going to say that. You I'm just no saying what you there mean. was
0: no confidence in him until there had to be for this narrative of a QB battle. All season there was okay. nobody saying, do you see what Kyle Trask is doing in practice? Oh, we're, you know, like there's, you heard nothing about him. That's all I'm okay, saying. It's that, it, it really maybe, convenient. Maybe he, that, turned,
2: he turned and swayed the coaches in a different direction come training camp. Very possible. I and mean, That's what happened. So
1: I think it's probably a little bit, bit of both. You know, you fuel some headlines to get under people's skin. Sometimes, maybe you know, competition breeds competition, whatever. But Charles I also Baker. think, like Baker yeah. had to go earn it. Yeah, yeah. But I, it also, I think, Trask looked good. Just that on the eye test preseason, he looked Trask. Except for that, except for that one, Trask but that great. that was the first drive. You know, I give him that.
3: Trask looked great. Yep. There's no denying that he looked great, and that's. Maybe that's something that we could coalesce around is the fact that right or wrong, no matter which one of us are right or which one of us is wrong, we both expect whoever plays second to be good. God forbid I'll, I'll Baker, goes out there, yeah, Baker goes out there and stinks it up. Kyle Trask is going to come in and at least look good.
2: Yeah, there's more confidence in the backup now than we had going into the season. So, I like R. It. R. I, I'm with yeah. you on that point. I have a little bit more faith that Should an unfortunate circumstance come where Baker gets hurt or, and if, or Baker doesn't play well, you've got a capable backup.
1: That's the silver lining. I, I, I think the Bucks made the right decision. I'm going to side myself with John just because I think both arguments were good. And that's what I think the right decision is, but that is true. We have a much more, hopeful view of our quarterback situation going into the season. Um, Just before we get into our game preview, I wanted to introduce a new section to you guys. We're calling it what the buck, bro. If anybody's seen, come on, man. It is our version of that. It is the biggest blunder of the preseason. What the buck, bro. We're going to start with Zach here. Zach biggest blunder of the preseason can be across the NFL.
0: Okay, good, because mine is coming from across the NFL. Uh, there's been one thing that you can count on for the past seven or so preseasons, uh, and that's the Ravens winning every preseason game. And not only did they lose a preseason game on a game-winning field goal by I think the Commanders, they then went out and lost a second one to us, which is phenomenal as a Bucs fan. But the biggest collapse maybe in the history of preseason football is the Ravens losing not once, but twice. John Harbaugh and Shambles.
1: The Falcons of the preseason. It's even better for Bucks fans who are there. Don't you agree, Bryce? A thousand percent. All right. I agree too. John, what the buck, bro?
3: The biggest blunder for me is definitely Ezekiel Elliott to the New England Patriots. Uh, the Fat Pats, as I'm going to call them, for the remainder of this season. Not only do they get an aging overweight, out of shape running back, but they get a huge distraction in a season where they were really looking to pull things together. I don't know what Belichick was thinking. I, the first thing he does when he lands Zeke as Mac Jones, take him out to dinner because he's probably famished from a two hour plane ride. I cannot stand this decision. They could have gone with anybody. They've got Stevenson over there. who's like a third year guy who's looking great. They kind of could have gotten him anybody but they went and added someone who's just going to be a complete distraction. What a terrible decision for a team that's looking to rebuild itself after the loss of Tom Brady. Zeke is not who you need. That is Cam Newton level bad pick by the New England England Patriots. I I can't stand that.
2: (laughs) I was watching that Bishop Sycamore documentary uh, earlier, and Belichick hired that coach in the 90s on the Jets of that team um so his decision making is uh quite questionable if he hired that piece of shit
0: (laughs) i don't believe anything that guy says i don't when he told me that i was like oh that's cool and then another 20 minutes in i was like i don't even think i know this man's name i don't think anything about him is real man i gotta watch that
1: i i think i'm the last one to watch that it's very good well on from terrible decisions brace what the buck bro with the jets
2: Yes, for all us Hard Knock fans out there, I think we all know that the New York Jets have been the feature team of this season. And of course, they have their new and bright, shiny, I guess he's not new, but an old, shiny quarterback in Aaron Rodgers. They're just double dipping on what the Bucks already did and hoping to replicate. But let's see if they can accomplish that. But my what the Buck bro is, if you had watched uh, the rookie performances and the rookie show, oh my God. Those were some of the worst skits I have ever seen on that show. It, just in period in general. Uh, the um, the raps, the uh, game show those guys came up with. Nobody could understand how to use the system. <laughs> it was all so bad. Uh, you just, um, yeah, I, I, you know, I, I don't even know there's really much left to say about it. It's just, uh, that's what, you know, it's Jets just being jets. Right. Uh, they're, they're just awful.
1: <laughs> Didn't, did somebody do B rabbit. They, they did. had make, that was session. the best one. Yeah. Was the
2: white guy being a white guy, you know, <laughs> that was the best. skit.
1: Uh, yeah. I've been, I've enjoyed the hard knocks. Um, my, what the buck bro is actually John inspired me with his trade talk of Zeke. Um, Trey Lance to Dallas and it's not necessarily the trade it's more of the aftermath and what we've learned about how they've presented it to Dak or not presented it to Dak Um, and Dak's response especially with Will Greer having his opportunity after knowing he's going to get cut after Trey Lance gets there um, and him lighting it up Um, man it's it's just been fun to see all of the responses and and kind of the journalism juice that's coming from that situation. Uh, There's some trouble in Dallas brewing and, and leave it to Jerry to mess up that situation. That officially for the buck bros wraps up the preseason. So heading into our first game of the season, we're facing the Vikings and it's our game one preview guys. What do you guys see coming into the week one keys to the game? any interesting topics you see coming into the Vikings game
3: shutting down Justin Jefferson. If you can shut him down, I think this is an easy W. So whatever that takes from us, whoever we got to put on him, if it's AWJ, if it's Carlton Davis, whatever it takes, if we can shut him down, Kirk Cousins become one dimensional and we win this game easy, easy peasy.
2: Well, hopefully AWJ will be available for week one. He is questionable currently. Um, so that's not great news, but I think the key to the game, and this is probably key to every game we're going to play, is winning the turnover battle. I talked about during our discussion that Baker has a tendency to, you know, be risky and be a risk taker and hope, you know, what we can't afford is, you know, multiple interceptions or multiple turnovers. We're not going to win this game if if we turn the ball over more than the Vikings. Um, we just don't have the same amount of talent. To overcome um, bad field position or giveaways. So, if we can win the turnover battle, I think we have a great chance to win. I liked what I saw in the preseason. We did limit and won most of the turnover battles in the games outside of the Steelers game. And as you saw, we pulled out victories in those last two uh, <clears throat> preseason games. So, let's continue the positive momentum into week one.
0: Yeah, I like both of those points. And, you know, John, they, they don't have Dalvin anymore. So, you know, if we can maybe take away. Jetta, that's probably a big thing. Um, I think the key is something we did not do all of last year that I think they need to make a priority this year is to find a way to run the football productively. Given both of our options at quarterback, neither of them is going to Superman a game. I don't think we have the talent at that position to be one-dimensional. I think we have to be able to run the ball. So I know we've made some improvements to the line. Um, with Jensen being maybe a bit of a, a demerit to the line now but I think that's going to be the key is to find a way to run the ball We have a good stable of backs right now dynamic backs like you know Sean Turner right would be a big addition as well to that group um and see if Rashad White can get it done as a as a lead back but that's going to be my key to run the ball
1: oh yeah run the ball. Also time of possession there, get it out of the hands of Jefferson and Kirk cousins. Um, My key for this game. um, I mean, all of your keys obviously um, help win games. In my opinion, we're going to have to kind of compete with Kirk cousins and that, um, that offense. I I'm not exactly sure how much we can contain them if we're not producing turnovers and keeping them off the field. So My key is going to be take your shots, you know, take them, calculate them, um, and let's see what a Dave Canales offense can do. First game of the season, might as well try to pull something out and uh, take something by surprise, get some points early, and, and get a win out of there. So I'd say take your shots. Of course, don't turn the ball over. Don't be brazen with it. But when you have the chance, make them count and try to hit them where it hurts. Hopefully, that's enough for our Vikings game. Uh, again, Kirk Cousins, Jeff, Justin Jefferson, really good offense coming in. Um, that team's going to be a, a handful to deal with.
0: Hawkinson, too. I mean, they've got a dynamic tight end. And if Winfield's not you know able to help out, that might be an even worse matchup. But, I, Ryan, I like that there's nothing for us to lose. We're projected to finish in the top five or bottom 5 of the NFL. So, I think mean, there's you have nothing to lose. You're playing with house money. So, Yeah, I'm not
2: sure how many deep shots we're going to be taking with, you know, the well, we get we know worse is great. I don't know about Gedecky, and if he's going up against Donnell Hunter or Marcus Davenport, um I don't like his chances. So, <laughs> I don't agree with Zach. Our our game should be more run oriented and hopefully we can um have success there
1: well speaking of these highlight players and 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 getting big plays um, the start of football season always comes with the start of fantasy football season and for our fantasy owners and our fantasy listeners out there uh, we are starting our fantasy tracker for the year we're each going to pick one buck player and then one player from around the nfl going to keep track of who's doing the best throughout the league so this year, we're going to keep this on the Sleeper app. So, Zach, you may have to help me orchestrate how we're doing this since this is officially through the app you or the um, league you created there. We're going to go in a draft
0: order. Uh, the draft order I got was my, yeah, myself, no collusion. I did it's RNG. I just did RNG. Myself, John, Bryce, Ryan.
1: Okay, is this? Are we doing Snake Draft, boys? Are we doing Snake? So, is it yeah. Bucks NFL or is it NFL like Bucks?
0: Let's Snake yeah. it up. And then next week, first we'll slide, right? We'll slide. We'll slide them. Yeah. Yep. Bucks then the NFL. Bucks
1: then the NFL. All right. All right. Fire away when ready, Zach.
0: <clears throat> okay. Um, I'm going to take a pick in line with what I think should be the priority. So I will take Rashad white, hoping that that is the focal point of the offense. And then he gets a lot of touches and maybe a few tutties.
3: Easy first round pick. going to put my money where my mouth is this season. I'm going Baker Mayfield, three touchdowns and I will to say 60 yards on the ground. He's going to play out of his mind this game. He's going to put on a show. Uh, to start this season, that's my
0: guy, Baker Mayfield. How many picks are you projecting for Baker? <clears> Two. <throat> Two, got it. All right. Two.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, <clears throat> if he is to throw three touchdowns, I do like the chances of my guy at least securing one of those, and that will be Chris Godwin. I did like what I saw in that third preseason game. that looked like they had a pretty good connection godwin's always been a big you know big target guy um you know he's got multiple you know six seven eight catch games so i'm going with chrissy
1: all right rounding it out on the bucks you know what john got me fired up again in another segment i'm gonna go with his guy for preseason kate otten pretty much a volume (laughs) pick not gonna lie uh not much to go on with number four
0: how do you spell otten i don't even know how to spell his name O T T O N. Got
1: it. Like Thank cotton. You. Yeah. <laughs> like I oughtn't be picking him. <laughs> Kate Otten for the win. Great. Okay. All Mike right, Evans so, and Shambles, I, uh, pick. Sorry, Mike. Um, so it's me now, right? NFL. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, so sir. Snake works. All right. I'm gonna hedge my bets. Give me Justin Jefferson.
2: <laughs> uh, good pick, good pick.
1: You yeah, know, I'm I gonna stick you, yeah. with
2: um a guy I have liked on hard knocks and go with Garrett Wilson. I think he and Rogers are gonna have a big time connection week one. I don't even know who they're playing, uh, but you know, I think you'll have a pretty good performance.
3: I'm gonna go with uh my sleeper. And in this year's fantasy round out, George Pickens of the Pittsburgh Steelers. I think he's going to have a big, big season. Gonna have some big, big games.
0: George Pickens. Um, I'm going to take. I mean, there might have to be a rule at some point of not taking certain players because, like, I'm going to take Josh Allen. Yeah. You know, like I feel like him and Mahomes might like start to become. Kind of lame picks, but I'm gonna take Josh Allen, <laughs> the quarterback. I, you know,
3: maybe, maybe no quarterbacks, <laughs> skill positions only,
0: or maybe you can't repick a player. uh there we go. Not on the Buck side; that'll get dry real quick. But oh, NFL side. No, yeah. NFL yeah, side. Yes, yeah. obviously. <laughs> okay. Right.
2: There's always so many options.
0: I'm gonna be picking Tristan weeks. Wirfs for yeah, my third 30- <laughs> IDPs. Yeah, I'll take Shaq Barrett. We can helping? yeah, it's like
2: we can do the defensive specialists or players or whatever league is, or yeah. tackles and sacks.
1: All right, the official fantasy tracker for the Buck Bro season 2023 has started. Those are all the picks we will be tracking them. You guys can follow along with us on Instagram. Also, you guys can follow along with us in our new trivia segment, "What You Know, Bro." John, can you tell us a little bit more about what our trivia segments going to include?
3: Certainly. So throughout this season, what we're going to be doing is we're going to be posting on our social media pages, whether it be uh, Instagram, Reddit, TikTok, whatever we're using, we are going to be posting weekly trivia challenges. Um, you can participate by submitting your answers there uh, in the comment sections of those posts. And then what we'll do is we will announce the answer on the following week's podcast, as well as the winner. Uh, We will pick a winner at random uh, of those who submit the correct answer and we will be giving out different prizes throughout the season. Um, Prizes to be announced. I'm working on the one for the first week right now, Uh, but that is just another reason to follow along with us all week long and then check in weekly. Um, That way you will have a chance to win those prizes.
1: Yeah. Buck bros, make sure you're checking that out. John's going to be giving you some good bucks trivia, really testing your knowledge and the prizes are well worth it, so make sure you're following us on all the platforms. We're also going to be tracking something else as well. I think there's a certain Heisman winner we're going to be keeping our eye on, Zach. Caleb Williams. What are we doing with
0: him? Well, uh, we're going to keep our eye on him. That's for sure. Uh, Caleb Williams did play in Week 0 against uh, San Jose State. Is that right? Uh, And... Started yeah. his uh, Heisman... Thank you, Bryce. His Heisman offense out <laughs> really strongly. Uh, he went 18 of 25 or 278 yards and four touchdowns, no interceptions. Um, made it look easy, but that's just because he's that good. Uh, we'll probably also... San Jose is that easy. Well, yeah. what I was going to say.
1: What's the week we should be looking at? Like, what's the the first week that's the true tester?
0: Every week is what we should be paying attention to. Um The thing I will say with USC, their defense is terrible. So we are going to get to see a lot of Caleb Williams because their opponents are going to stay in games. San Jose State was in that game until the third quarter. I mean, they didn't really pull away until the fourth quarter. So we'll get a lot of looks. He'll have a ton of opportunity to pad stats and defend his Heisman. Um, And then as we move into the season, we may also take a peek at Drake May. Uh, who is probably the consensus number two at this point. Um, less of an athlete, bigger body. <clears throat> no Heismans as of yet, but we'll keep an eye on him as well. He didn't play in week zero, though. Uh, UNC, if anyone's curious.
2: Left, left of an athlete, bigger body is how I described myself on Tinder. Are we sure we want to go from one Lincoln-Riley quarterback to another? They haven't really panned out too well.
0: There's a highlight of Caleb Williams when he was at Oklahoma. (laughs) I implore everyone to look at this. And he was at Oklahoma coming in for who, Rattler, that like trash kid. Uh, It's I think a fourth down and they're running the ball and the running back gets stuffed and Caleb Williams runs over to the running back and strips his own player to go get the first down. That's the kind of mentality you get with Caleb Williams. Pure winner. You're on my team. You're struggling. Get out of the play. I'll take the ball. I'll do it. That's who. You, that killer instinct.
3: He's Nelson Munch,
0: man. When he runs down his own
2: touchdown, <laughs> I can't just throw it to myself because <laughs> I will. Marcus Mariota, this shit. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's her Nelson Munch tracker all year. <laughs> well, that's good. All right. Well, yeah, Buck Make sure you're checking it out. Kayla Williams Tracker Trivia. Check us out online. Um, We're going to be doing this all season. This is just the beginning. So we hope you guys are ready. Sailing the ship with us as the Buck Bros. sailed 2023 with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Look into the Vikings game September 10th. We hope to see you guys there. As always, as we wrap up here, go Bucks. Go Bucks. Go
0: bucks. Go bucks. We don't have a spread yet. Oh, do you want the spread? Okay, hold on. Well, I thought oh, that's please. how you always
2: ended
1: it.
0: <laughs> oh, that's true. I didn't know if I was trading that for the Caleb Williams tracker. Oh, yeah, the spread. Okay. Six and a half. We are touchdown dogs. Wow. I'm
3: taking that all day.
0: It's not bad <laughs> for being on the road with as, as poorly as we're looked at. Uh, uh, I'm okay. I'm actually okay with that. There. I would absolutely take the point. <laughs> Lay the points yeah. or take the points? So you taking take the Minnesota? Points. I'm taking
2: the points. Okay. Is get, we're getting six and a half? We're I getting six get and a half.
0: half. Yeah. Take the points. Yeah. Oh, I don't think that's enough. That might not be enough. I think, uh, <laughs> yeah. I mean, <laughs> I hope it is. I hope we win. All right. Me too. Go, Bucks.
3: Go, Bucks.